0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Radiance and Resilience. I'm Betty Parker, your host. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with a skilled coach and a very dear friend, Mr. Charles Weathers of the Weathers Group, where they provide management consulting to clients who want to develop their leaders and strengthen organizational capacity. We're going to talk about a service Charles offers called Weathering the Storm. In his years of experience coaching people and organizations to success, he's going to focus today on individual growth despite the storms all of us have to go through. You get the chance to tap into some very valuable information and it doesn't cost you a thing. Stick around and hear what I know will be powerful instruction in weathering life storms. We'll be right back with Charles Weathers. Hello there, Charles Weathers.
1: Hey, Betty, how you doing? Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you just fine. Thank you so much for being a part of Radiance and Resilience today.
1: Good to be here today. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, my pleasure. How's it going?
1: Everything is going great. Matter of fact, I've not seen you since 2020, so I guess I can still say Happy New Year,
0: right? (laughs) You can. You can. (laughs) i am trying to get this year started, even though we're almost in February already, but it's all good.
1: You and me both. You and me both.
0: Well, look, so I know you're a busy, busy, busy man, and I always want to give my listeners something they could use. So in all that you do, Charles, I have great admiration for the work that you do, because I've seen you at work, and I've seen you do some phenomenal things in uh, helping people to come to some understanding of how they show up at work every day within organizations, especially nonprofits. Uh, I want to I kind of bring the conversation, though, to uh, us as individuals. And you were telling sure. me something you talk about. Um, where well, you you call it weathering the storm, help me to understand what that is absolutely,
1: yeah, weathering the storm is a concept that we started using with organizations of uh, Betty originally, where we had to work with teams who are going through organizational change and it's a change and it was a process to help them understand and navigate and embrace the change that causes disruption, so hence the organizational storms. but then when we realized we started with our executive coaching practice and coaching leaders and others we realize that individuals go through storms as well not just organizations so the weathering storm concepts that we use for teams and organizations through our coaching we help individuals weather those storms in their life as well
0: Mm, okay and so what kind of storms would i um If I had to come to you for coaching, what kind of storms would you help me to go through or
1: get through? Sure, sure. Let let me start by saying this right here. First of all, you know, we have to define important terms. When we talk about storms on an individual basis, uh, storms are what we consider purposeful and sometimes even predictable disruptions that can cause damage and provide opportunities. That's an interesting definition that we use. Again, those mm-hmm. perp- those purposeful and sometimes predict- predictable disruptions that can cause damage and an opportunity. So storms are things. Here's a quick example. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to somebody earlier today and here's the storm that they're going through. Uh, they're coming to the end of their work at a company. They've been there for a long time and they're considering retirement. And they were thinking they're going to retire in a few years or so, but they just got noticed that they may not have a choice but to retire within the next six months due to some downsizing. Mm. So talk about a storm right now. That, right. That, that immediately brings a storm into their life now that they've got to figure out, how do I navigate this? Uh, another example of storms that people go through, sometimes with success, success can cause a storm. Uh, there's one, another group that we work with There's a leader of a group who was part of the team uh, with their colleagues. They got promoted, and now they're, quote, unquote, the boss are in charge, and the change in the relationship dynamic ah. is causing some storms.
0: hmm That'll cause some issues right there. So so I'm no longer <laughs> your uh, peer. I'm your boss, right? That, that relationship that's right. is turned upside down. And- how, do you, how do you help people through that, Charles?
1: You know, the first thing that you do is you help people recognize that it's natural and it's okay. One of the things that we find is when people go through storms, oftentimes they will start to question their own sanity, question their own competency, <laughs> and, and they start to question, you know, their own validity. They're like, what's wrong with me? Why is this happening to me? And you have to pull back and say, wait a minute, sometimes those happening to you, is not about you. It's just part of the growth cycle. Storms are part of the natural cycle in life. So just like a physical storm is natural in nature life storms happen in life just because as we grow we're going to have conflict things are going to change and we're going to go through different things so first thing you do is you let let them realize that so that takes the pressure off that something's wrong with me and and, and then what you do is you got to help people realize where are we right now where are we right now and where do we want to go because when you're in a storm just like if you're driving in your car flying in a plane you need to have your bearings if your bearings are off if your bearings are off, you have a tendency in life to get mission drift. You know, Betty, you and I both work with organizations, and we've seen teams get mission drift. Well, guess, mm-hmm. well, guess what? Individuals drift off their mission as well. Yeah. And, and that's why one of the things that we do with people when we're coaching individually or organizationally, we talk about vision, mission, and values. I wanna, when I talk to an individual, I want to ask them, what's your personal vision for your life? Mm-hmm. What, what's your mission for your life? And what are your values that guide your decision making? And we start the conversation there. And then we use those three things, vision, mission, and value to help guide them through that storm to get to where
0: they want to be. Absolutely. I find where that is missing, where mm-hmm. people don't have a clear vision of what they want to do. It's really easy for them to get derailed, right? And they never yep. really get to where they want to go. <laughs> and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veer off just a little bit because you're talking a lot about coaching. And I want you to help people to understand when is it? When should they make the decision to get a coach?
1: Oh, wow! great question. Great question. I think coaching, uh, which is a very popular, very popular career field nowadays, is an important career field. I've been in this work now close to 20 years, and I love doing it. I'm going to tell you what I feel about coaching and when it's appropriate to do it. When it comes to coaching, first thing you have to recognize is a difference between coaching and counseling, Clarify mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. that one.
0: <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and, and Betty, one of, one of the things that, and this is where we as people call ourselves coaches, we have to be professional and have the ethics to recognize what's above and beyond our pay grade. Yes. If people need counseling, stop giving them coaching.
0: Please stop. There you go. Say that to <laughs> about ten more times <laughs> for the people right in the back. Oh my goodness, have you come across? I have come across those situations, Charles, and it's a humbling experience. Yes, because you realize you're out of your element, right? It's that's, like, uh-uh, this is a little bit too much for me. That, that, that's uh, that, right. That, yeah, mm-hmm. th- yeah. No,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. can't can't do this right here. No. Yeah, no, you no, no, might no, need no, some no. medication with that one. A- exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so so people. First of all, we have to recognize the difference between coaching and counseling. And, and yeah. somebody, and some here's here's. I'm gonna oversimplify this right here, but I had a very wide person one day and they said one of the first indicators that you can tell if somebody is ready for coaching is when they are forward focused and ready to talk about what they're able to do Mm. they said people who need counseling one of the indicators of counseling is I'm still healing from something that happened and my focus is not forward I'm still looking back at the past Oh, wow. That's great. Now, again, it's it's an oversimplification there. There's some other nuances, but that really helps you begin to look at where is this person and where am I in my capacities to help them? But overall, back to your question, people who want coaching are people who recognize that my performance, my performance can be improved by the support, the advice, the guidance and the encouragement by an objective, neutral third party hmm. And, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, I, I know uh, your children played sports. My children play sports. The coach doesn't play the game, but the coach watches the game and knows the game. Right. And, and, and you, you, you need a coach. when here's the deal. Here's the game When you are willing to listen to somebody.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Betty, I've had people that asked me to be their coach and paid me but wouldn't listen to me.
0: Right. Okay. So can I go there with you? Cause that's a pain point for me. So, and that's why I would defer to people like you to do the coaching and, and even pass somebody along. Cause it's frustrating for me, Charles. Our goal is to help people, right? We go into this business cause we want to see people be successful yep. and we're looking at, you're asking us, you know, to kind of give you some guidance in here, help you to think through some things now and, and then they pay the money, like you say, but they're not going to be successful cause they almost expect you to do the work. It's yep. like I, you, have to do the work person you know I'm that's right can do it for you we're, we're talking about and they'll create a, a beautiful plan right yeah and never implement it never most frustrating implement. thing in the world yes sir I. Agree. all right so all right i'm sorry i interrupted no uh, it's I've good i'm little rant but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and here's something charles i want you to talk about too because it is important i think everybody needs a coach i really do i, I just do. think yep. if you're looking at improving whatever in in your work in your life or whatever you could benefit from some uh, objective um advice or or just count Counsel, right just counsel so, yep. yeah so help people to understand that all right in listening to you if they say okay, I like what Charles is saying I'd like to uh, hire him as a coach mm-hmm. help people to understand the, the investment I'm not going to say a cost because the right. cost is not doing it that's right, but the investment is in yourself but people don't always understand that it's not the cheapest thing but if you there should expect they should expect a return on what they invest in themselves so put that in perspective for them what the what the investment is Finan- uh, financially as well as the time
1: part? Absolutely. You have coaches that do, uh, they have different packages that you're going to uh, invest in. If you're going to get a coaching. before I go into the, uh, how money is normally structured and the investment is normally structured. Let, let me really say this and thank you for putting it this way. Coaching is that thing you realize where if I want to return on my investment, I am going to reap what I sow, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you won't sow into yourself, just think about that for a second. If if I'm challenged sowing into myself, what I really plan to reap getting out of this right here. So one of the things that I tell folks when it comes to coaching is you have to look back and ask yourself, start, begin with the end in mind. What is the result that I'm looking for? What do I want to see happen here? And what's the ultimate benefit to me? Not the relationship with the coach, but even beyond that, what's the ultimate outcome I am trying to achieve and Mm -hmm. what, and what does my life look like at that point in time? And most people, when I have that conversation, number one, you can't even put a financial value on that. That, right number one, number one yeah. you can't, they're like i can't even imagine exactly so mm-hmm. then when you come back to a coach and you start talking about the investment i'm going to talk in general terms here for a second N- number one number one coaching is not it's not about ex- being expensive but it's a value add what's the value add of your relationship with your coach what value does that relationship add to your life and to the work that you are doing and if you shop for the cheapest coach you will get the cheapest value there you go now, I'm going to just put it out there just like mm-hmm.
0: that. Now, yep.
1: now, 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 Betty and I, I don't mean to be cocky or braggadocious, but, but I am not cheap. Say it. I am not cheap. And, 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 and matter of fact, one of the greatest compliments that I received from somebody is they said to me, I hear that you're expensive and you're hard to hire and you're really booked. And, and they said, is that a problem? I said, no, that's the best, best compliment you could
0: ever give right. me. Right, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I said, that's the absolute best compliment you can give me. And, mm-hmm. and, and they said, I understand. Your, your, doc, your hours like your doctor and lawyer hours and so on. And at the time, my, my coaching Betty uh, was $200 an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, absolutely. I, yep. I, said, what, I said, what do you want? I, I said, if you want. I said, here's and they, the, the, interesting. The person said to me, what could an hour with you, what could an hour with you, how could it be worth that much money? Hmm. I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, first of all, you're not paying for the 60 minutes. What you're paying for is what I learned in the last 20 years that I can digest and simplify right. and give you in 20 minutes that you can go out and take and leverage.
0: Right. Absolutely. It's the outcomes. It's right. It's the outcomes. It's mm-hmm. the outcomes. Mm-hmm. I, you know,
1: and again, again, you and I, we do, you do this type of thing long enough. I can walk into a room and I can see something, have a conversation with a few minutes. I can wrap my head around. I see what's going on here mm-hmm. or, or give advice or give guidance that it might take somebody else days or weeks to figure out. It doesn't mean I'm a better person than them. It just means my experience adds value. Absolutely. My journey adds value.
0: That's what Absolutely. <laughs> That's what it means. And look, and so to that point. So yeah, you're talking about uh, the experience that you have and uh, people choosing you to, to be the one to, um, to help coach them through certain situations. They got to look at the fact that if I'm investing this amount of money in a coach like Charles, mm-hmm. then if, I, if, if I'm trying to save my job. Yep. and I need him to help me to see what is it I need to do, what is it I'm actually doing that might be causing a detriment to me anyway, mm-hmm. right? Or yep. Any of those things, then that's well worth it because you just saved my however many thousand dollars a year job yep. by me uh, working with you over the course of some time, you know, six months or whatever the deal is till I get my act together mm-hmm. or whatever it is you bring to the table as a coach. But that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about in terms of investing It's yep. spending time with your coach and getting that person to help you to see, you know, whatever your vision is and whatever you establish that you want to get out of this if you're willing to put in the work then it's money well spent in my opinion
1: it, you know it, it absolutely is and and I know Betty you and I have you ever done this I'll do this sometimes I'll I'll look on a social media feed or I'll look at the news, look at TV, and I'll see somebody do something or I'll watch them in the process of doing something. And I'm saying to myself, you need a coach. Uh, It's like like I want to pick like a celebrity to somebody. I want to pick up the phone and call them and say, talk. If you give me 30 minutes, I can help you right here. Don't please don't do that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just don't do it. Stop. and, and, And you're thinking, who is in this person's circle? Who's who's advising them right now? Mm -hmm. And and you're right that quite frankly, sometimes the best benefit of having a coach is the coach saves you from yourself.
0: From yourself, right? Yes. And a lot of people need saving. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I've seen it. I see And you know, really, and when I see things like that, I, I just try to pull back because, um, I, you know, I can um, I can see where they, they may be going wrong, or I can see or hit, listen to a conversation. It's like being a, a fly on the wall, and you can see where the mistake is being made in yep. the to that conversation. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know the next word's coming out of that person's mouth's going to be ugly because what was just said mm. is just rubbed the other person the wrong way, right? So What's you like? can see these things occur and you almost want to run out there and say, stop, let me help you with this. But (laughs) you know, it ain't free. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And it requires work too, Charles, because the other part of that is you don't get everything fixed in an hour. No. So I try to get people to understand it might take (laughs) you six months, nine months, a year, some people longer than that, depending on how big and lofty your goals are, what you're really trying to achieve. So they have to look at how much of this do I want to commit of myself. Um, based on, you know, how much I'm, I'm going to, uh, invest in my time and my, and my finances right. to be able to hit this goal. And I not I took you way off what we were supposed no, to be okay. talking about, but you kept mentioning the coaching. That's and I just think there's some things that need to be cleared up sure. in the minds of the people who uh, you know, are listening. Yeah.
1: Let me say this one last thing about that. Since you missed the time. Mm-hmm. One thing that I,
0: that I also recommend, uh,
1: Betty, is that you can't do coaching. Like you said, it's not a one-time event, right? So I, we're at a stage now as an example, uh, if people will not agree to a, a minimum of a, a six-month engagement, can't help you. Right. I, I, I I'm need with some, you. I need, I need six months with you. And, again, it, we'll do, whether we meet weekly, every other week, some, but within six months we have to be engaged because we didn't just get this way. Whatever we're dealing with, it, it didn't just happen. And it takes time not just to show people the course of change but to help them build and sustain that momentum for change. And that's, that's right. where the coach helps them.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, even because generally at the end of any coaching session, there's some work that has to be done. Right. right. So even if a person is meeting you with you every 30 days, by the time they leave you in that hour, you all have come up with, you know, two or three things that that person needs to implement. And it might take a good 30 days to get that done. They say anything you do for 30 days becomes a habit. Maybe we need to create some new habits. Right. right. So until that time, you need to be doing X, Y, Z, you know, that person. Mm -hmm. And then they come back and meet with you again. And then we build on on that in this next thirty days or something else so there's work being done in there and it's just so worthwhile if they're being guided in the right direction. So mm-hmm. I, I really respect that kind of work um that you all do on a regular I, it's not my preference. I do it if it's <laughs> if I'm asked for it. I, right. I love the classroom. I love instructing doing classroom instruction. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it's just it's important work. So mm-hmm. kudos to y'all who do that um, awesome. all you. the time. And so and I know your time is short too because you just are a man on the move. So um, finish up with the whole weathering, the the storm that you were talking about a little bit early and more specifically to individuals. So you were talking about, you know, we go through a lot of different storms in our lives right? and you kind of help us to navigate that, um, mm-hmm. from a coaching perspective, but, um, in some of these storms that we mm-hmm. are, are facing, uh, and some, I mean, it might be something that we're just in, in a storm for a very long period of time. That's right or it might be multiple storms that kind of follow each other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of that, Charles, I come to find sure. out people create their own storms. Come on now, um, come, oftentimes, on, come, on, you know? come on, come so, on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you, do you have like one tip to just help us to maintain our sanity until we can come to somebody like you and say, help me, you know, d- be absolutely. more strategic with it. But A-
1: absolutely. absolutely. Can I? Can I share, I'm going to share with you uh, these are the four stages of storms, if I can share this with you. Okay. Okay, and we, we can, and we have power. Hour in all four of these stages. So we all recognize right now. uh The first stage is forecasting. Think like the Weather Channel forecasting. Yeah. First of all, we have to do a better job of forecasting the storms in our life. And what does that mean? That means spending time just just looking out there. What's on the horizon? What's coming down the pipeline? Quick example: My son, who lives in Atlanta, he called me one day and he said, "Dad, this adulting thing is hard." I said, "Yeah, I know ah. it is." <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: indeed. And, and this was the son who he want. He you know he has his own car, has his vehicle and so on. And, you know, the car breaks down. The oil goes out. Something else happens. He's getting the car fixed. He goes, I don't think it's expensive. Who could have seen this coming? I said, you didn't know this was coming. You, 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 you didn't know the cars break down. You know, the things right. happen yeah, again for. So. So as an example, I said to him. Having a reserve fund for car repairs is forecasting for a storm.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See,
1: now you don't want that storm to come, but if you've been around cars long enough, you know they break down. So I'm going to have that. I'm going to forecast it. And then that goes to the next step. I prepare for it. So whatever mm-hmm. you forecast, then we gotta prepare for storms in our life. Yeah, and, and and so preparing doesn't mean I want the storm to come, but we gotta acknowledge that sometimes things are gonna happen we don't want to happen. So let's, it's like practice. It's like the fire drills we did in school as kids. We just gotta practice. How often do you personally prepare for storms in your life? How often do you practice to navigate these things? Mm-hmm. So the Thursday is again, is now you navigate that storm, which is that's where you go back to your vision, mission and values to help see myself through, have a support system to help me get through this, have the resources and tools to get through it. And the last stage of the storm, which is the toughest one is recovery.
0: Mm. Why is that the toughest
1: one? Why, because we are so prone to act. We are so prone to keep moving and keep going that even when the storm is over, we don't pause to reflect on the lessons we learned mm. going through the storm. Yeah. So in recovery mode, we got to find a time to steal away, catch our breath. What just happened to me? What lessons can I learn? And I can use that to forecast and prepare for the next storm.
0: For the next one. Cause another one will come. It's going to come. hmm. And it might not necessarily be so different from what you've already been through, That's right. but when it comes again, you know how to handle it better.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. And, 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 and all of that, let, let people know, don't look at all these storms that's so negative and so bad. Again, it's, yeah. just, it's just life. It it's just life. happens. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is, just like in nature, there's beauty in the storm. Because Betty, there's some lessons you can't learn until you go through the storm. Absolutely. There are, there, you don't know how strong you really are until you go through a storm. Mm-hmm. You don't know your support system until you go through a storm. Last point I'll make. One reason people do not grow is they see the storm on the horizon and they do all they can to avoid it. And avoiding that storm is avoiding a growth point and will keep you
0: stuck. Right. All right. Now, I'll take that one and we'll, we'll put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> Charles, this was not long enough. I know you have to go. This was not long enough. So I'm going to invite you back and Please I want do. you to bring us some more of that wisdom. But I surely appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and to share with us your wisdom. I got and you coming, uh, friend. come back and be a, a visitor again. Okay.
1: I will do appreciate you all. Take care.
0: Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Do your leaders have good communication skills? Do they know how to build cohesive and cooperative teams? Are they skilled at managing conflict between employees? If you know they could use some help in those areas, call us at Sharper Development Solutions to discuss how we can help build those skills. We also provide coaching services for those who need individual or group help. Check us out on Facebook and on our website at www.thesharpersolution.com or call at 803-622-4511. Hey, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Radiance and Resilience. If this is your first time listening in, I invite you to go back and listen to the other seven episodes. My guests and I talk about everything from betrayal at work, to goal setting, to caregiving, to being single, to boosting self-confidence, and a whole lot more. This podcast covers topics that will grow you professionally and personally. Tune in again next week for another episode of Radiance and Resilience.